Hello there, welcome along to PTI Australia. I'm Russell Barwick and Sam Kegovich. We start our show tonight on a very sad note, uh, given what has happened in Boston over the last uh, uh, day or so, and uh, given it's so close to our mm. ESPN headquarters, very, very sad. Always. Very sad and tragic, Russell. Of course, we're alluding to the Boston Marathon on completion. The bombs are going off, a number of people, uh, you know, maimed and uh, mm. hurt. So our, our heartfelt prayers and our thoughts go out to all those families and everyone involved. It's a very, very sad day. It is a sad start to the show, but uh, it's been a great weekend for Australia. There's no doubt about that. And tonight's show is dedicated to Adam Scott and a day none of us will ever forget. The Wanderers season continues Ooh. to be one to remember. Mark Webber can't wait to forget Red Bull and Formula One. And Black Caviar, she was simply unforgettable. Outstanding. Plus, Jason Taylor is here to look at league and uh, we play toss-up featuring the Swans, Cats and Wallabies, Socceroos and more. And should Tiger have copped the penalty or disqualification? And it's all brought to you, of course, by our very good friend, sportingbet.com.au. And Sully, I'll take a check, please. Yes, Thank you. Yes, I heard <laughs> through the grapevine you had a fair weekend at Randwick. We'll get to that shortly. But, of course, we start with the biggest story this year. The biggest story in the history of golf, if you're an Aussie. Finally, one of us has won the US Masters with Adam Scott breaking the drought and beating Angel Cabrera in a memorable playoff. It is one of the... Uh, look, uh, it's quite surreal. Let me tell you, finally the golfing god smiled upon Adam Scott. But the fine line was, I couldn't help but think that if a putt had have missed, and you're talking about centimetres here, the monkey still would have been on his back given of what happened down at uh, oh, the British so. Open. It was destined because he sunk uh, the putt on the last to get in there. It was outstanding what he Cabrera did. Cabrera stiffed it. Cabrera, his chip missed, uh, lipped out on well, the first playoff yeah. hole. And then again, Adam Scott... Ha and the thing that I really liked about it, there are th certain things in sport that we remember. You know, we remember the America's Cup, Cadell Evans, but there are moments in sport, like the Aloisi penalty goal, from an Australian perspective, and it was the putt that went in to win it. Not a putt, not two putts for a par to win by two, and I'm not being begrudging anyone. No, no. He it was, just was an amazing, amazing moment, and yeah, everybody I know watched another it. Another outstanding feature of his victory, the way he held firm throughout those dying three or four holes, you know, his mental strength was a, a factor of... No, there's no doubt about oh, that. Oh, yeah, and the way he was so classy. And classy. The way he, he didn't go over the top with Cabrera, who's a, just a, a great champion. mate of his, though. Just um, a fantastic The Greg victory. Norman aspect, the whole thing. His dad, it was just wonderful. Still in the Masters, and we can't forget the other Aussies. They were outstanding. The tournament started with just four, but they all played a part. Especially Jason Day. I'm sure he'll have a restless night's sleep. Mark Leishman and even John Sendon. He was certainly there for a while. You know what? I had a bet and uh, I backed Honestly. Mark Leishman oh. to be the leading Aussie. Well, Leishman, I thought, normally, was the real story. <laughs> normally, five under par, you probably win that. But, of course, he finishes third. But Although he was fantastic. Jason Day. Look, he'll win it. Don't worry. He's been second two of the last three years. That he, two bogeys in the last three holes. That, oh, he'll, get, he'll get there in the not-too-distant future. Because you look, back in, you look back in history, those blokes generally get there eventually. I just, uh, look, I was impressed with Leishman. I, you know, you expected from Jason Day, been there before. But I, Leishman, I just, I was, I was waiting any second. 
and he kept in there all the way through. All the way. But I was just waiting for him to implode because invariably guys lesser lights like that, without being disparaging towards him, you'd expect him to blow up someone on the line have a 78 or a 79. Well, none of the other leaders in the first round were there at the end. No, and the one guy I was disappointed with was some of the bigger names. You know, Furyk was up there early doors. He was minus five. Tiger, it never stays really threatened, even though he was on the leaderboard. Oh, no, but he I don't threatened. Re- he led the tournament. I know he led the After tournament. After the, the second he, round, he was in front. I don't know. Or what, midway through I the second I reckon round. the occasion got the better of him. He didn't have that swagger and the authority and, you know, the gung-ho, rah, mojo. The only I thought thing he was that, a very, very the only subdued thing person. disappointed me a little is we didn't go back to the Warrnambool Golf Club more times in the coverage. Well, we, yeah, <laughs> that was good, wasn't that it? That was a mistake. I don't care Why? who you because... That's where Leishman came from. That gave it a nice touch. <laughs> did. Not every time we went there, someone hit a ball in the drink. Yeah. <laughs> While we're on feel-good headlines, though, we have to turn to the A-League with our Sydney Wanderers making the grand final, and they'll face off the Mariners, who defeated the Melbourne Victory. They did beat the Victory. What you a poor cannot game. win a It was raffle. the Victory's poorest No mercy for the Wanderers, no Montgomery for the Marinators. Who wins... Is it destiny? No, Wanderers. Look, you got to understand you this game. You just hate the Wanderers. No, this game's got two the most frugal defences in A League. It'll be a, zil, a zero, a, a nil all draw, or a one all. It'll be two all with two minutes to play. But I reckon the Wanderers will win only because they're better strike power up front with Ono, Poljak, and Palence. I reckon they've got a superior midfield, and the, because of that, <laughs> their, their their forward potency. You've got to stop doing that. You've got no idea po- what you're saying. No, you're I do. I bluff people I'm who are full on football fans. So you're, you're bluffing. You're totally bereft now. So. That's your line of attack now. Because you're bereft of any content, bereft. so you're going to attack the people who do know something about it. I'm attacking. Yeah, you're attacking. Well, that's bad for their show. See, it's our a... show rates occasionally. And, and pay homage and a bit more respect to our viewing audience. I've got no idea who's going to win, honestly. <laughs> but I think the Wanderers will keep this... Destiny. Uh... It's sometimes in life you've just got to say, it's destiny. There's fate, there's destiny, there's spirit, there's all sorts of things... It's just a wave and it's unstoppable. Having said win. that, it's not beyond the realms of possibility that the wonder, that the uh, the Gold Coast... And you talk about destiny, they're <laughs> deserving of one. They're deserving of victory, let me assure you. You said the Gold Coast. They're oh, not the even Gold in the, Coast, in the Central Coast. Central Coast. They're, they're not even coast. in the comp. Well, OK. Well, you know no, what I meant. Don't worry about it. It's going to be a great system. final regardless, but it'll be very tight and frugal. Don't expect plenty of goals being scored. It's just going to be oscillating to and fro... But the Shut superior up. midfield. You've just stopped. The keep Gold going. Coast and the North Queensland Fury is your tips. Let's keep the good stories go- going with the black oh. caviar story. The Mighty Man made it 25 wins on the trot with her win at Randwick. I can't believe they bet $1.20. Thanks for coming, putters. Sam, you finally ventured into Sydney for an event. What did you think? Look, I reckon this was as good an event as I've ever been to, and I've been to some world class events around the world. But when black caviar was presented to the crowd at Randwick, coming through the tunnel, to a T, I know it was only a diluted crowd because of the uh, renovations taking place at Randwick. It was 23,000, 23 was a nothing crowd. I get that at my own, you know, when I trained as a kid. But we do get that at opening of a letter. But anyhow, they, to a, to a person, roared and it was deafening and the horse acknowledged it. It's so smart, that horse. What, she acknowledged you like, waved a paw no, on the horse or something? <laughs> went something like that. That's going to make the a promo. And the was fantastic. And... And really, the script was just written. You couldn't have written a better script, and it performed to its absolute oh, optimum. Yeah. Look, she, it blew I, him away in one hit. I think, and that, that was the best feel it was meant to have ever ever met. And look, Peter Moody's a great bloke, and he knows the value of this horse. And he's talking about going to Brisbane. 
she can go to Ascot any day of the week. No, and you'll not make out to Adelaide the Goodwood first. Or the Goodwood. But I think, do the tour, Pete. You're doing magnificently well with this horse. Are oh, you going to tell Peter She's what to do? She's got a mating up with uh, the, uh, the, the, the... What's the, the name the, of that the, horse? Oh, Frankel. A bit later on in the year. <laughs> Just enjoy it. How much is that worth, Gregor? The Frankel mating. Well, they're not going to sell it, no matter what happens. She, they own the mare, they're not going to sell it. To the AFL, Essendon coach James Hurd has spent the day being interviewed by the ASADA officials and probably will for another day or so. Uh, plenty are saying he should step down. Now, I'm not one of those people. Are you? I'll tell you what I think about this. Don't interrupt me. This is a desperate, pernicious purge which lacks transparency and is a show of desperation by Osada mm -hmm. and whoever else is complicit with them in orchestrating this absolute ridiculous... And now they've got... They've netted one of the superstars of our game who's going to be trialled by media. And I'm going to tell you something else. And even Andrew Dimitri, if you're listening, Andrew. He, Andrew's gone on record on uh, live radio and TV that he knows something that we don't know. Fancy saying yes. that in the first instance. I wouldn't have said Asada that. also have had the temerity of ringing or issuing letters to the Cronulla players who they believe may have been guilty of taking a substance. Now, if you're adamant that there is guilt and there is systemic use of banned drugs in our game... Provide the evidence. Provide the evidence and charge them. If a policeman Correct. came knocking on my door, he wouldn't ask me would I guilty and give you a reduction in your, in your sentence. Correct. He would walk you out like this, the charge only... you. There is a presumption the... of innocence before guilt. And now poor James Heard is caught in this web. There should be a Royal Commission, whoever oh, orchestrated this... Don't worry about this. a Royal Commission. Yes. We didn't get there that far. If they had the evidence... Solve the problem. would... Have charged him. They don't have exactly. The they don't, and, and that's the problem. And now they're continuing with this ridiculous situation. Exactly. Well I'm telling said. you, move on. Oh, this country to motor racing. And Mark Webber had a horror Chinese Grand Prix, losing a wheel before retiring from the race. It was enough to get him to say, "Get stuff to Formula One. I'm off to Le Mans." <laughs> good on him. And good on him. I'm hey, I agree yeah, with you. First off, I'm off, normally well, a bit of a um, one, two, three, four. I'm five. normally a bit of a non-rapper on uh, Mark Webber, but I reckon he's found some gumption and some found some steel. And he's and he said, "Look, I'm not going to get rorted by Red Bull anymore. Exactly. I'm not going to be a teammate of that yeah. little." You know what? That's uh, stiffening. Say it as it is. Yeah, giving me the you know yeah. what. If he decides to pass Little me, I'm going to give him the two finger salute, yeah. like uh, good old Aussie style. And what I'm going to do is I am going to nick off and look after myself because that's you right. blokes are looking after you. So whoever advised him, I'm now going to be a Le Mans fan more than a, a Formula One fan. On the plus side, I think that Ricky Ricciardo might get a start in the uh, Red Bull seat. Ricciardo. So, Daniel Ricciardo. Yeah, it's immoral to get a start. But more important, whoever advised him to do all this. Advise him correctly, whether it's his management or his long-term partner. I reckon it's himself. Ben, I reckon well, he, he's just said, get nicked. Well, he may have weighed up the public opinion, which is generally the general consensus is, tell him to get stuff, move on. Why should he always be the butt of all their uh, all their bad bad news? And why should he always be in the receiving end well, of, uh, of all the... Well, there's a bit of people saying it's still only reported, but he tweeted it from his own Twitter address oh, you got the saying that he's you? moved. Yeah, well, he sent me a personal message. Well, you You'd know that. Do. You're a bit of a Twitter. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's the headlines. <laughs> it's been such a massive week in sport. We couldn't fit any rugby league in there, but we're going to fix that after the break because one of the greats, Jason Taylor, is here for five good minutes and even he was watching Adam Scott. Was he? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Wasn't it proud to be an Aussie? Proud to what be an Aussie. What a good Aussie. weekend. The NRL takes a bit of a break this weekend with the Anzac Test and the City Country Rep Games getting their own standalone weekend. Jason Taylor, of course, involved with the Roosters and played with City Country. Are you a fan of the standalone weekend? 
Look, I, I can argue both ways, but I do understand that we're trying to rest the, you know, our best players that normally would play on Friday night and then a lot of them would back up for their club teams. Uh, then they go into a, a tough origin series and then mm -hmm. you know, it's a long season and then they're playing semi-finals at the end of the year. I understand why we have this as a standalone weekend and I'm a big supporter of City Country. Yeah, so am I. I reckon uh, the one thing that's absolutely not negotiable is the fact that we should give the country an opportunity to showcase. But the tragedy is a lot of players don't take it seriously. Like this week, Haynes, the likes of Haynes and Reynolds won't be available. Well, they no, should be made available. I promise you now, Reynolds would want to play. He hasn't played. Has he played? He might have played last year, but he'd want to play. Look, a guy like Jared Hayne, who's played for Australia and New South Origin. Wales and many times. Wouldn't have yeah, I don't think it's, it shouldn't be aimed at those sort of guys. It should be the guys who, who haven't really had a representative opportunity yeah. and they all want to play. There will be a lot of guys who aren't playing this weekend who people think that they've been pulled out by their coach or they've pulled out themselves that want to play, but they've got genuine injuries. Good point. New South Wales do it. Queensland don't do it. And we all know that what happens is there's a couple of blokes that will come out of this a bit battered and bruised and the ones that absolutely star don't get the rewards of an origin yeah, jumper. I, and, I mean, I, back in the day when it was... Possible well, versus back in probables. The day. It's been, it's, it's, it's been a long time since this was a trial for state of origin. Correct. Anybody who's trying to say that it is, is it's wrong. It's not a trial for state of origin, but it's a great way to blood some young guys and give them a chance to play in a representative game. I understand That's that. That's how I see it. What about the test match? Is that a big deal? Should that be played? Well, I don't love the test match at this time of year. Um, but I do think that if we're going to play the test match, then the, the, the players need a break. They, don't, they shouldn't be backing up for their, their club team on the weekend, so it works. Uh, with the origin, and you know, there's now a 13-day camp for every origin, is, is that maybe a little over the top? Do they need to be there for that long? Origin's massive. Origin... I know it's massive, but they do... There's a lot of stuff involved. I just yeah. does it need to be two weeks? Well, no, I'll tell you this: it's 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 massive. T puts a massive dent in the preparation of every player as far as what they're going to oh. do once Origin's over for the back end of the year. It takes them, you know, a good three weeks to recover from Origin. The guys who play in every game. What about the clubs? It's not tough. to mention the clubs. It it's destroys tough. some clubs up. Absolutely, and and coaches from a coach's perspective. It's great to see your players picked in all of these rep teams, but at the same time, you know it's going to have an impact yeah. on your season, a negative impact on your season. Um, speaking of coaches, your bloke uh, is doing very, very well, Trent Robinson. He's, uh, it was a game that got away in Canberra, but they bounced back against the Bulldogs. You must be pretty happy with the way things are trekking for this uh, first-year coach. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, he's, he's doing a great job, and, and we're probably in better shape right now than we thought we might be at this point. Um, we knew we'd, we'd had a fair bit of improvement in us as the season went on. Uh, the Bulldogs are down on form. They, mm -hmm. they are out of form. What about Sonny Bill, uh, Jason? Would... Been a good story, Sonny Bill. It's been so impressive the way he's played, in my opinion. Yeah. His professionalism at training has been second to none as far as... In, in but relation he's anyone I've ever games seen. Really... He's got some skill. I mean, Superb. forget about Superb. the dramas. He just... He Superb. gets that ball yeah. in the one duke and just does this one and that one. And, I mean, I can't hold a footy in The my long hand. passing, like yeah. the two long... The two passes that he's thrown to Roger Tuivasa-Shek for his tries, he threw one against Parramatta that was even better than the one he threw against the Bulldogs. Oh, Very boy. impressive. What the about the big story? The other well. big, is the storm unbeatable? <laughs> it is. Absolutely not. They're, they're, they're doing great, aren't they? Um, but How it's going to be short, a long, long season for the storm. Yeah. And when we get to August... Those Origin guys are going to be getting tired. Privately, yeah, has every coach, assistant coach, former coach and every coach got a little picture of Ricky Stewart on their bedside table and going, Ricky, finally someone said it like we've all wanted to call it BS. He said everyone was a DH and he just, <laughs> he just threw a million darts out there and said, righto, find me, I don't care. 
Was it that bad? Was, it, was the refereeing that bad? Apparently. Well, it was eight won the penalties, but I reckon six of them were there. Maybe mm. just a bit filthy that they blew a 20-point oh, no, lead. I know, Ricky's a fairly yeah, balanced bloke. Ricky he would go off. He did go off, though, didn't he? It was a good smother for a side that were winning and should have won a game yeah, that they I didn't. Know, yeah. <laughs> it wasn't a good smother because it cost him... It's a pretty deep. good comeback, aren't yeah, you? Consider where they were two weeks ago. Yeah, I had a little go at it, yeah. What, <laughs> what was your fine? Five or ten? I think it was ten. <laughs> you think? Oh, that's how much they get these He didn't pay. He didn't <laughs> it's ridiculous. Um, you look at what's going on with some areas and then you see what's going on in the Sharks and the Sasada stuff. Uh, as a former player and the way things are going, and Sam and I have had our say... What would your thoughts be on the way this whole investigation's been handled? Oh, yeah, it's dragging on, isn't it? I, but, you know, the people in charge don't really care what it does to rugby league. They, they care about getting to the bottom of it. Um, look, I've got to say that if there have been players knowingly doing the wrong thing or officials knowingly doing the wrong thing, they need to be sorted out. They really do need to be. I'd love it to get sorted out much quicker, but I think that it's, gonna, it's sending a, such a strong message mm. to everybody in sport that um, if it's been going on, and I've got no idea, but if it has, it, it should be getting cleaned up by the way this is happening. They should produce something, exactly. Well said. Thanks, JT. Next up, toss-up is back, and there is only uh, one place where you can see Essendon take on Cronulla. The Wallabies facing the Socceroos, and Tiger gets dobbed in by his girlfriend's ex. Oh. <laughs> Interesting. <laughs> Did you see that? No. He tweeted. Here we go, time for toss-up. We're going to pit a couple of foes against each other and you have to pick a winner or a loser. The Bombers and the Sharks first up, the two clubs at the centre of the Asada dramas. Who's handled the whole thing better, Essendon or Cronulla? Oh, without a doubt, the Bombers by 100 yards because they haven't uh, reacted or responded like a knee-jerk reaction like the Cronulla board did mm -hmm. by sacking their coach. Well, well not standing, sacking their coach, but standing him down. down. Yeah. Yeah, they just acted very incompetent. Well, they've only just had it for the last week. And let me yeah. tell you, I can tell you that David Evans sat down with James Hurd and said, mate, do you want to stand down? Yeah. So, But they did it in private. Kelty was involved. They, there was a lot of in-house counsel going Kelty's on. But Bill exonerated himself from any dealings if, in fact, there are I some I reckon changes. that James was about to, but he got better no. advice from the lawyers. The only reason no. James wants to, because he's so adamant and so vehemently... Don't, uh, James, you're innocent. He one. wants to clear his name. Of course, a great man, Essendon James Essendon as well, but not because they've handled it better, just because a couple of people at Cronulla went off a bit early and they uh, cost them a bit of... Uh, uh, embarrassment there, that's for sure, because they had to double back and say it was wrong. Now, two of your big national teams haven't exactly set the world on fire under coaches at the moment. So we're talking about the Wallabies and the Socceroos. Who is going to get an Aussie coach first? Well, Wallabies, well, Socceroos. Well, they're clearly evens each of two. I mean to say there's Toss no... up, there's no evens well, each of well, two. They're, well, OK, well, I'll, I'll say that the, uh, the Socceroos. Why? Well, the Socceroos, obviously, they're, they're going to struggle to make the World Cup. There's no guarantees now. Yep. They're going to probably rely on beating Japan, which is not an easy task. Uh, the Wallabies, conversely, uh, there's, there's a there's a graph that's trending I'm fairly good. I'm going to tell you good. something, surely you don't know. And Robbie Deans, I think Robbie Deans is fairly safe in his position. Gone. No, well, I don't know if he and is I'll gone. And I'll tell you for why. It'll be rugby because the the fallout has been massive about uh, Robbie Deans, and it'll either be. Checker or your man Ewan McKenzie? Because I'm hearing whispers that Checker might be the next no, island coach, which means McKenzie well, comes back. I had lunch with Robbie Deans last Friday, oh, and he please. was in a very comfortable zone. Oh, what's he going to say? I'm gone. No, uh, the AFL premiers of the last two years, Geelong and Sydney, are both undefeated. They play each other on Friday night. The SCG. Who will finish higher in the home and away season? The Cats or the Swannies? I'm going to say the Swans. I'm going to say the Cats. Ah, uh, you are because you wouldn't know. But Geelong I'll tell you will win this week. What against the Swans? Geelong will win this week. 
At Sydney. At the SCG. Well, I'm telling you, they've got no chance. I th- Sydney will be down by about four goals at half-time and Geelong will just bury them. All right. Sydney have been very poor in the first half. Sydney, I reckon, after a very... Uh, I thought they'd get off to a slow start. Soft start, but they've won their first Who'd three they games. they beat last week? Emphatically, I don't know, but they had an emphatic victory, apparently. How many goals they did they kick against your mob I've in the third no quarter? I've got no idea. 11. It was a very bad performance. But our third quarter let us down again. But we're by, improving them. You led by 30, you got beat by... 50. We led by 14 at half The ex-husband of Tiger Woods' girlfriend, Lindsay Vaughn, tweeted about him dropping his ball in the wrong place at the Masters. The result, two-shot penalty. Some say he should have been disqualified. Toss-up. Penalty or DQ? I'm bemused here. I don't think anyone really understands. I'm bemused. I've been bemused for I, a while. I've got no idea. If you read it, it's all the, the vexing situation or the vexing position here is two the... Two-shot penalty the wording or of the, DQ? The wording of the rule. You know, within a two-yard uh, radi- uh, radius. No, What's as mean? near as possible. As near as possible to the line of entry. Pick one. Well, I think he's not guilty, quite frankly. I think he should have disqualified himself. No. Golf is an honourable game. He signed the card. I know the rules no, there. He, if it had if been... he had have taken a penalty, then he would have signed off on an incorrect scorecard. Then he should have disqualified if himself. If it had been the Quamba Top Masters... He didn't sign off on the wrong card. On the wrong, on if the... it had been a lower-edged event, he would have DQ'd himself. Oh, do you think so? Yep, I think so. Do you so. think because of the status of the Masters... Correct. I don't Absolutely. think so at all. Toss-up is done. I think it's a very convoluted uh, question. He's still bemused. I don't think it's right. Next up, the big finish, happy time, the sporting bet, best, best bets, bets of the week. week. And in the break, we'll all find out what the heck the news means. Bemused means uh, the opposite to amused. Bemused means confused. Amused and bemused. What's C-mused mean? Bemused. I mean... Happy 75th birthday this week to one of the all-time greats in any sport, Betty Cuthbert. She was recently voted Australia's second greatest female athlete of all time, and rightfully so... Well, pipped only on the line by... Dorney. I love you yeah, both. Dorney Fraser. Happy one-day anniversary to Adam Scott. Why not uh, give another plug to one of the great days in Australian sport and uh, I still can never get enough of that putt dropping. Oh, I was always adamant that he would win a big one very shortly. <laughs> Seriously. And happy trails to the LA Lakers, Kobe Bryant. The superstar tore his Achilles and he's gone for nine months. That's got it. So are the chances of the Lakers doing anything in the playoffs is... Final series, you reckon? Yeah, it's not going to make a difference. The Miami Heat just win. They've just won a 1,000 games in a row and they'll win the, the World Series or whatever it's called, World Championship. <laughs> now for the big finish. And the FA Cup finalists have been decided with Wigan to play Man City. The final is on May 11, of course, on ESPN. Can Wigan cause somewhat of an upset? I oh, don't be stupid. There's reports <laughs> Wallaby and Waratah Drew Mitchell is upping stumps at heading for, to play in France for Toulon. A big loss for the local game, you reckon? Uh, no. No. I'm sorry. You don't want to play. Pack up your caravan and get out of here. Yeah, and take a couple of blokes with you just quietly. Yeah. Uh, Quaid and no one other bloke. Uh, don't pre uh, Cricket Bible Wisdom has named Michael Clark as the number one cricketer in the world after the year he's just had. That's no surprise, is it? Ditto. Now for the Sporting Bet Best Bits of the Week and I like the Swans to upset Geelong Friday night. I, you know I'm going against you. That's against the grain. I like Essendon to absolutely destroy St Kilda That's and they'll win by 60 points. Don't worry about the drums. And our good friends at Sporting Bet think Australia will be smashing New Zealand in the Test Match in Canberra. Oh, thank you. Did you bring them up for that <laughs> scoop? Uh, that's just about it. Before we go, jump into footytips.com.au. Half a million people can't be wrong to get in on all the tipping action. I am, of course, Russell Barwick. And I, of course, as always, am Sam Kekovich. And more importantly, you know it makes sense. Bereft. Bereft. Pucillance. Pernicious idiot. I'm a pernicious idiot. You are parsimonious. I'm parsimonious.